Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. (laughs) Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to talk about what is attractive. Not who, but what. And what I mean by that is we're not going to talk about what attracts you to your favorite supermodel. Studies have shown that there are traits, characteristics that people are generally attracted to when being attracted to someone else. And we're going to talk about it. I was doing some research and came across one site, which actually led me to another site. And it talked about the the things that we're actually attracted to. So we're going to break it down and got some things jotted down here. I'm also going to talk about, you know, the 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 obvious, if you will. (laughs) So sit back, relax. We'll drop the theme music. And we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Welcome back. As I mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk about what is attractive. Uh, Like I said, I started on some sites and I was looking for something totally different. And it actually led me down a rabbit hole and uh, came upon this thing called the Journal of Personality and Psychology and also another thing called Psychology Reports. And it was talking about some studies and some data and and things of that nature. That kind of stuff kind of fascinates me. Right. So I started reading into it. I was like, you know what? That might not be a bad idea for the podcast. Now, again, when you start talking about what is attractive, I think the physical is the obvious. And we'll talk about that a little later in the podcast. Um, But I think there are some traits and they talk about there are some innate traits and characteristics that people have that after I read up on it, I was kind of surprised that, you know, some of the studies came to some of the conclusions that they did. Um, Again, it's a general, very, very general. So we're not talking about all women, not talking about all men. So I will be speaking in generalities. So I'm not talking about you, boo. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting when you think about it, because we are all attracted to, uh, you know, people, whether or not it be, uh, you know, a member of the opposite sex or a member of the same sex, we're all attracted to something and someone, and there are things that, you know, kind of push us in that direction. Uh, so I wrote a couple of things down here. They had a long list of stuff. I won't go through all of them, but I got a few points for each one. Um, let's start with the men. Right. Men. First thing I have here is men are generally attracted to women who are open, kind and assertive. Hmm. Um, I would agree with that, or at least, you know, you know, I, I guess I have to speak from a personal experience. Uh, yeah, I would think so for me. Yeah. I, I, you want someone who is open, kind and assertive, uh, assertive, at least for me. Uh, is very paramount because I feel like I'm someone that is very assertive. So, you know, naturally I would be attracted to someone who is just as assertive, if not more assertive than me. Um, 
one thing my mom used to tell me when I was a kid, she was like, a woman don't want a lazy man. <laughs> and to be honest, that kind of always stuck with me. So uh, having three sons, that's something that, you know, I've said to them and I'll probably say that to them for the rest of their lives. Um, but yeah, you got to be assertive. You got to be, you know, a go getter, somebody who's not going to sit back and wait for something to happen. Someone who's actually going to go out there and try to make something happen. Um being open, honest, and, and yeah, honestly, being open is something that I think uh, most of us should do, uh, but everybody doesn't do, to be honest, because it's not, you know, for some, it's not easy to be open. You know, maybe their past uh, has molded them and shaped them into not wanting to open up. Um, so you have to deal with that. And uh, as far as kindness, I mean, everybody can be kind. Everybody probably should be kind everybody ain't kind <laughs> let's just keep it a book um so yeah um that's what men are generally uh attractive to um point two uh men generally like women who laugh at their jokes uh i would say that there's some um there's some validity to that uh it's kind of weird because like i I've been told that I'm funny. Maybe some of you who listen to this podcast think that I'm funny. Um, <laughs> I can get a joke off every now and then, but I'm not Chris Rock. <laughs> I'm not Dave Chappelle. I'm not going to have you, you know, in tears. But what I will say is that, you know, I, I think I'm I think I'm halfway funny. I'm not really, really funny. But, um, you know, women tend to. uh I guess, you know, what this study says is that women, you know, men like women who laugh at their jokes. I don't know if it's necessarily an ego thing, um, but, uh, you know, it's that's that's what it is. Uh, One thing I do, um, I do remember, like (laughs) I remember the first time when I hung out with uh, my girlfriend, well, my wife now, but she went before actually even before she was my girlfriend, the first time we met. And I talked about this on a previous podcast, like she laughed at damn near everything that I said. And I was like, I kind of <laughs> came away from the conversation like, was I really was I nailing it like that? Was I funny? Was I that funny? Um, you know, but I don't know. I mean, she could probably say you better not could. But um, but yeah, I don't necessarily view myself as a funny guy, but that's just me. But yeah, according to their research. Men like women who laugh at their jokes. Uh, I don't think it's an ego thing, but I, I would guess that it would stroke a man's ego if a woman is laughing at his jokes. Um, point three. Men prefer women who are honest, um, particularly for long term relationships. I would agree with that. Uh, I think. You know, if you want to be in a long term relationship, you want someone who's going to be honest. Uh, you want somebody who's going to keep it real with you. You want to, you don't want someone who is going to fake the funk and tell you lies. Um, you know, I think honesty is uh, something that, you know, a lot of men seek. Now, I will say this on some of the men that I have <laughs> How can I put this associated myself with in this lifetime? Uh, I know men that have that wanted honesty from women, but really wasn't good at reciprocating the honesty back. 
let's just say that right so um so yeah that's that's it's it's a weird thing but that's what it is i mean honestly you you know men i can i can agree and and i can attest i want a woman that is honest i mean I, who, who wants a liar i mean come on um point four men gravitate toward women wearing red hmm you know i never really thought about that but i think red is a real dope color on women um when i saw that i started thinking like you know and like it's something i never really thought about because you know when you look at a woman you don't necessarily at least me i'm not necessarily paying that much attention to what color she has on um but yeah, red is a dope color. Uh, I, I I think it's a, it's not my favorite color or anything like that, but I think it's a dope color on women. Now, interestingly enough, women like men who wear red too. That's very interesting. I know, um, and that got me to thinking. Like, I think I have one red uh, polo shirt, <laughs> uh, and I think. Yeah, that's it. I don't have any other red. Red is not a color that I wore a lot growing up. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with gangs or anything. I just just didn't really rock a lot of red. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's that's interesting that men gravitate towards women who wear red. I think red is a real cool color on women. So, um, so ladies, if you're out there and you're, you know, trying to turn a few heads, you know, if red is your color. By all means, put it on. <laughs> uh, point five. Men like it when women subtly mirror their actions. For example, if he touches his hair, wait for a few minutes and then casually touch your hair. So basically, you're doing the same thing that he's doing. Nonverbal communication. Um that's not something that I ever really thought about, but it's something I think that happens a lot when you see men and women, men and women interact. Um, I am a people watcher, right? I like to go places, particularly in public. And if I don't have anything going on, I like to kind of, you know, survey the scene and see what's cracking. And I, I like to watch people and I like to watch to see how people interact with each other that that stuff particularly and i'm when i'm in a, a public place like let's say a mall um that is very interesting to me uh it's always been kind of uh fun to watch just to see how people interact and you can kind of if you look at the non-verbal communication you can kind of tell or i don't want to say tell you can assume <laughs> certain things about their particular relationship based on the non-verbal communication I'll just put it like that. Um, so, yeah, mirror the image, mirror that. And that is something that men like. Uh, point six, women appear even more attractive to men in groups. They call this the quote unquote cheerleader effect. <sighs> OK, so what this is, I'm going to give you a visual. You ladies, you're going to the club and y'all are six deep. <laughs> So y'all go in and y'all walk in and y'all are six deep. Um, according to this study, these you know men tend to find that more attractive when you're traveling in packs, if you will. Um, 
I will say this uh, on a personal note, particularly when I was single. I ain't like that shit. <laughs> I mean, because like you never could really like like if you wanted to talk to a woman and she was with, you know, her five other girlfriends, you know, if she's with five other girlfriends, I'll, give you, I'll break it down. Right. She let's say she's with five of her girlfriends. We had the bar. We chilling or whatever like that. Of her five girlfriends, mm, probably four of them are real cool. And they're cool with you. And they, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not bothered in the least bit by you, um, you know, talking to their friend. But that fifth one, <laughs> oh, she's a hater. Probably a low bottom hater, but she's a hater nonetheless. Um, so yeah, those are usually the ones that will, you know, kind of stop your action. Uh, so yeah, so fellas, just be mindful of that. But according to these studies, they say that. Women appear to be more attractive when they give the cheerleader effect when they're rolling deep. Um, I think that tends to kind of dissipate uh, as women get older. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't necessarily know uh, women who are 40 years old, right? You know, rolling to the club or rolling to the spot lounge and, you know, to kick it, uh, you know, six or seven deep. Now, that does it happen. I guess it does. I don't know. I don't know hang out in clubs but um hey you know whatever floats your boat uh but when i was younger i think i saw that more when i was in my 20s than my 30s and 40s um moving on uh the last thing i have written down here and this one had me scratching my head uh it says men are more attracted to women who are ovulating Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Uh, I don't know how they came up about that, but you know, I'm gonna let that one rock. Uh, it really doesn't do much for me. Um, nonetheless, that's what they said. So hey, blame the psychologist. Uh, so let's turn to the ladies. Um, I got some points written down here for the ladies as well. Uh, it says here that women typically choose better looking guys for flings and not long-term relationships whoa (laughs) so let me get this straight ladies you want to have the good looking guy for the play toy but your man he's not as attractive is that how it's going down Please enlighten me. Anybody listening to this podcast, please hit your boy up and let me know if this is true or not too true. Hit me up on Twitter at 12 Kyle, um, the number one, two K-Y-L-E. Um, that sounds strange to me, but I could actually see how it could happen. Uh, I, I, but it does sound very strange to me. I mean, you want a good-looking fling, but you, but not a long-term relationship with a good-looking guy. <sighs> okay, all right. Point two: <laughs> uh, a sense of humor is important to women. Uh, scientists have found that it makes men seem more intelligent. So you know, both sides. You know, looking for uh, somebody who can make them laugh, and you know, not only make them laugh, but have a good sense of humor. So I think that's important for both sides. Uh, I, I think the ladies will agree with that. 
point three. Women tend to prefer unselfishly concerned or devoted men who are kind and do good deeds. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, I would think that because uh, I'll just use the women that I know. Most of the women that I know are very kind and, you know, good hearted, if you will. And I think it would behoove a man to be closer to that and in those ideals than to be than to not be in that way, um, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's very key. Uh, you want a woman, you, excuse me, you want a man who is, you know, unselfishly concerned or devoted about others. I mean, who, who wouldn't want that? Uh, you know, as long as especially as long as he's not neglecting you. But um, but yeah, that's I think that's a I think that's a very good point. Um, now, the next point had me kind of scratching my head a little bit. Uh, point four. Women choose men posing in front of expensive cars or apartments versus ordinary ones, possibly because they make the men appear to be rich. Hmm. I don't know about that. I think part of that bothers me because that makes it sound like you are fronting. <laughs> yeah, you're front. I mean, like, so I, I, I can't, I can't get down with anybody front. I mean, it, it's if why would I pose in front of ex, an expensive house or an expensive car if it's not mine, right? I, I mean, like, who does that? I mean, well, let me let me go back. I know who does that. <laughs> Young, immature men. Um, but uh, but now nah, that's that's just not smart. And I don't think. I think when I would think I'm surprised that that study actually came back because I would think that the women that they studied for this would be a lot smarter than to say something like that. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, I don't know. Maybe, you know, it shows a, a ambitious attitude or whatever. I don't know. I, maybe the ladies will tell me. But um, posing in front of a expensive car or an expensive house just i mean let's call it what it is front <laughs> that's really what it is it's front uh and i i would think that you would not be wanting to deal with a man who was front but hey you know some do moving on point five men with dogs do better with the ladies so Women, so according to these studies, you know, women are more attracted to men with dogs. I never really thought about it like that, but I there's a reason for it because like I haven't had a dog since like I was in like high school, right? So, so, um, and I'm trying to think like when I was even like when I was in college, I knew dudes who had like pet snakes, like nobody had a dog in college, so that that's different for me I, I don't know um even you know post-college years i don't know anybody that had a dog uh at least not like well actually no one of my partners did have a dog um but yeah that's that's interesting i never really thought about it like that but i guess you know because you know women 
can be attracted to, to men with animals or dogs in particular because of, you know, for one is man's best friend. And then also uh, there's a kinship between a man and a dog. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful relationship and women can, you know, see that and, and, and find the the goal in that, if you will. So it's it's uh, it's, it's golden, if you will. Um, so I get it. Uh, point six. Women are attracted to men who are mindful, present, attentive, and non-judgmental. Hmm. That I will agree. I can I can actually see that. Um, being mindful, being present, uh, those two speak to uh, you know just being able to be there and in the midst of a woman when she's there with you, that you're not you know ignoring her. Um, attentive, very attentive. Uh, I think being attentive is paramount, um, in a woman's eyes for a man. So I can understand how all of these things would make a woman attracted to a man. Um, non-judgmental. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can see that. Uh, we all, um, when you get into the dating phase, when you get into relationships, when you get into marriage, everybody's got to pass. <laughs> and some pass, you know, a little more dirtier than others. Maybe I shouldn't use the word dirty. The pass is the pass and things happen. And, you know, sometimes we as youngsters do stuff that, you know, as adults, you may be a little bit more embarrassed to talk about or what have you like that. But, um, Having someone there who is non-judgmental, I think, you know, that makes a difference for a woman. So I can I can definitely dig that. Um, last point, women have rated men higher who take heroic and sometimes primal risk. Uh, these jobs include saving people's lives, hunting for food and playing with fire. Oh, no about that. Like I was rocking with this whole list until I got to like point seven, like. You know, men who take heroic risk. I mean, like and and so in their studies, they have captioned here firefighter or police officer. I get it. And and I understand where y'all are coming from in this. But um, I ain't trying to die (laughs) like, you know, the best, you know, ability is availability. I mean, I can't there's nothing I could do for my woman if I'm not here. So, you know, I, I get it. And I understand how, you know, a woman could be attracted to a man who, um, you know, has a dangerous job and is a hero and, you know, looked at like that. But, hey, damn that. <laughs> I'm trying to chill. I need to come home to you. I ain't trying to, um, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, ladies, you tell me. I mean, do y'all find that attractive? I don't know. So. Anyway, uh, I tell you what, let's take a quick commercial break. And on the other side of the break, we'll talk about the obvious. We'll talk about the physical. Uh, I have some things that I jotted down just on my own personal uh, that I wanted to talk about. So uh, sit back, relax. Um, We'll drop the commercial. And then on the other side, we'll talk about that. Sit tight. We'll be back in just a second. It's time for a 12 Kyle podcast throwback commercial you're in a car with your date what is the worst kind of music that he could play to piss you off 
the worst kind of music to piss me off? Um, don't judge me, <laughs> but I'm gonna have to say gospel music. <laughs> I know I'm a preacher's kid in church every Sunday. Oh, I'm, Bible judging, study every I'm, judging, I'm judging, I'm judging, I'm judging. It's true. So you don't want to hear no Kurt Franklin. Or, or no Mary Mary or the Georgia Mass Choir. If you're playing gospel music, it better be some I love God. You know, love God, place me some gospel <laughs> trap music, please. Oh, that's funny. Like, I, I love God. The L-U-H, not even love. love. Right, right, right. Oh, man. I, I, I'm, it, you surprised me because I, I knew you were going to say something else. Wow, that's funny. And just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy, 12 Kyle, the 12 Kyle podcast. We're talking about what is attractive. Uh, As I mentioned before the break, uh, I wanted to come back and talk about the obvious because in the research that they provided from, you know, the information that they collected, they talked about characteristics. They talked about traits (laughs) and they talked about trends, uh, but they didn't get into the obvious. So as I was reading and, um, you know, kind of making mental notes. Uh, once I decided to do a podcast on this, uh, I started jotting some things down and I have my own little thing as far as the obvious uh, couple of things that I want to talk about. And obviously some of them are personal, but we'll get into that in just a second. Um, so the first thing that I wrote down is race. Uh, I understand that there are a lot of people um, who are attracted to people outside of their race. Um, it's natural to be attracted to people inside your race, but outside of your race, you know, some people are, and I am perfectly fine with that. Right. Um, because I think at the end of the day, you know, who you like is who you like, who you love is who you love. And that's all that matters. And I could, I could care less what somebody does behind closed doors. Um, whether it be, you whether or not it's a man liking and loving another man or a woman liking and loving another woman uh black man white woman white woman black man whatever the case may be i don't care right uh but there's a caveat to that um here's well actually there's two caveats personally i don't find white women attractive i think i've said that before in this podcast if not i'll say it again uh i don't find white women attractive and that's cool with me because if i was talking to a white woman and she said i don't find black men attractive i don't find you attractive hey that's cool it's it's all good all love right um and so like growing up before i got married like i never dated you know (laughs) never dated any white girls anything like that so that was just that's just not how I kicked it because again I'm cool with them everything's love but nah I just not attracted to you right so fast forward the other caveat is the only issue that I've ever had with people when it comes to race and what they're attracted to is that if you said let's say as a black man I'm only attracted to white women now that I have a problem with, 
the reason being is because now, again, you're you're allowed to be attracted to who you're attracted to. But if you say you're only attracted to white women, uh, that just doesn't ride with me. <laughs> I, I would probably ask more questions or if you say even if or if you take it even a step further and you say, well, I will only date white women or you say I only date. Like, like, let's say if you're white and you say, I only date black women. Okay, why? I would want to know why. Like, I would I would definitely be open to a conversation about that. Um, but again, you know, I'm not going to, you know, throw you down a flight of stairs for it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I would want to know. But, yeah, race, um, again, I don't, I don't have any problem with anybody dating outside of their race. You know, whatever floats your boat. Like, like who likes you. Love who loves you. Um, but if you say that, uh, I will date, I, I'm attracted to this and not this over here, then I kind of want to know why still not going to throw you down a flight of stairs, but I'm going to ask more questions. You know what I'm saying? Um, the next thing I wrote down here, color, uh, <laughs> and I know you're probably thinking, okay, well, you just talked about race and black and white. So what are you talking about? Color? Um, obviously, you know, it goes without saying it's something that I heard in a, on a, on a podcast, uh, back talk podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, shout out to back talk media, um, dope, dope podcast. Check them out. If you get a chance, they're really, really dope. Um, but they were talking about light skin and dark skin, um, a couple of weeks ago on their podcast and, um, young lady who was co-hosting, uh, they brought in a guest and she said uh, that she would often men would often tell her, well, you look good for a dark skinned girl, which to me and I've heard that <laughs> before. But that sounds so crazy. Like so colorism, I think, particularly in the black community, um, is something that, you know, is is really not talked about as much as it probably should be. Uh, and there are, uh, deep underlying issues that, uh, to be honest, I could, I could talk about on another podcast forever about that. But, um, but yeah, when, when you have that and you say, okay, well, I'm, I'm only, I don't, I don't talk to dark skinned girls. I don't talk to light skinned girls. Like for me and for those of you who've never seen me, I like, I'm dark skinned, like I'm chocolate, like really chocolate <laughs> and sexy chocolate by the way but chocolate nonetheless that's what my mom says um but uh but no nah, i just like i i never i never I, I never got into that line of thinking as far as the the colorism um and the reason being is because like i, I just wasn't raised like that so uh like i was just taught like you see a black woman, it's a black woman. So I've dated, if you want to talk about shades, I've dated women very light. I've dated women darker than me. Um, my wife is light skin, uh, but it was it wasn't like I said, oh, I'm gonna get me a red bone. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It's just I met her and we clicked, and you know, it went from there. But I, yeah, colorism, I'm not I'm not on that. I, I think. I think you miss out when you do that. Now, again, I understand, you know, to some degree, if you have a preference, 
Uh, but saying, okay, well, I don't want to talk to light skinned guys is not the same as saying, I don't want to talk to a guy that's five, two, right? <laughs> I don't want to go on a date with a guy's five, two, and I'm five eleven. you know? So I, so I get that, but, um, yeah, that, that has always been really, really interesting to me. Um, and it's even more interesting now that I have sons who are dating. Uh, and it's funny because like, if you look at our family on a color in a color scheme uh my two oldest sons are very brown uh and my youngest son is dark skinned just like me and he is like you know but I, I was telling all three of them like you you don't worry about you don't get into that you know like you just you appreciate the black woman for who she is or the black girl if you will for who she is and how she looks and what she does and the, the whole nine um and then our daughter is she's brown she's a very light brown so you know it's you know the the way that it was explained to me uh particularly at a young age was you know at the end of the day the world sees black right so you can get on this light versus dark all you want, but I've never heard a white person say, yo, he's light skinned. I've never heard that. <laughs> I've never heard that. They they don't see and, and not just white people, but the whole world. They don't view us that way. So um, I've never been on that. I, I don't understand that line of thinking um, because and even going back to the podcast, and what they were saying was I like for me, I don't understand the saying of, well, she's cute for a dark skinned girl why can't she just be a beautiful black woman um and it's that separating of the culture and i don't understand why it is and again i that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day but it's interesting to me because like i never i never got that like i never nobody never said well yo you cute for a dark skinned guy <laughs> like, like i've never heard that before in my life and um you know, but I just I was very probably since the age of eight, very, very comfortable in my hue, if you will. So uh, I never lacked for confidence when it came to girls. <laughs> so uh, so like I didn't like, and you know, people joke. And before I move on to the next subject, people joke. Um, and, then, you know, they say, well, light skin was in in the 80s and the 90s. Dark skin came in. I mean, have I heard the jokes? Of course. And they're funny. And, you know, the whole New Jack City uh, with Nino Brown stabs Christopher Williams in the hand. You know, the whole, you know, that was the moment that the Dark Skin Brothers was back in and you know, whatever. I'll say this. At the end of the day, we're black. So the world doesn't view us any other way. We can get on this BS about separating as far as colors. But it's not about that. It's really about you know, having a situation where you enjoy and thrive in the skin and the hue that you're in and love yourself for what you are and how you look. Um, but yeah, um, you know, obviously some people are attracted to, you know, different shades. Personally, for me, uh, if you're black, you all right with me. <laughs> and I'm going to be, you know, well, when I was single, I would be attracted to every shade on the spectrum um but i digress um the next attribute uh eyes eyes i think um are very important i think uh, uh when you're talking about you know 
aspects that you know that will draw people in and attract people i think people really really sleep on the eyes i think uh you know a nice pair of eyes whether or not they be hidden by uh glasses or contacts real contacts not the fakes <laughs> uh i think uh i think eyes are very important uh because you know that's one of the first at least for me i think that's one of the first things that you should see you know the eyes now of course you know the body well we'll get in the body in just a second but um you know the eyes are dope i mean like if you have nice eyes and i'm just speaking from a male's perspective if a woman has nice eyes i think that gets her a leg up on the competition if you will um smile that's the next thing i wrote down um I think men and women go a long way with a nice smile. Uh, people who have nice smiles tend to smile more. Um, I think most people want to see somebody that is smiling. And I think that's what you know attracts people when you are not afraid to show those pearly whites. <laughs> but, um, you know, no, I, I think it's it's important. And I think. You know, a, a nice smile can go a long way. And I think that's something that will attract people. Um, the next thing I wrote down is hair. Uh, and I can only I can't speak for white women. I can't speak for Asian. I can't speak for Latina women. I'm just talking to the black women right now. Um, hair, I think both for men and women in the black community go a long way. Uh, some people put a little bit more emphasis on hair than others. Uh, my only prerequisite for hair for as long as I've been living is that your hair is done. <laughs> I mean, like you just, you can't come outside with a busted wig. If if your wig is not, and what I mean by wig, that's old school eighties term for head. Um, for those of you who might not know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can't come outside you know with, with your hair looking any old kind of way so you gotta even if you're having a bad hair day you know, put the put put the hair in a bun ponytail put a uh, baseball cap on and come outside and chill um and the same goes for guys you know i know like there's this phenomenon particularly of the younger generation um <laughs> who you know they just just do i mean like i don't even know what to call it like i know they call it the duke starting five like where you just have just a nappy head see and which is such an oxymoron for somebody like me who came up in the 80s where you couldn't have a nappy head like it would never be cool for you to have an afro and it'd be nappy i mean not that afros were in in the 80s but you get my point you can never have a nappy head like it would never be cool for you to have a nappy head um but you know, hey, you know 2018 you know it's a different story i mean again it's pretty popular with the younger generation. If you're over 30, you probably should not be uh, walking around with your head looking like that. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, there's the last thing. Last but not least, the body. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, bodies, body types, body shapes, body parts. Um, that's the physical part that I think, uh, you know, a lot of people can tend to get hung up on, if you will. Um, but if we're, if we're going to keep it a buck, I mean, if it's something that you're attracted to, normally that's one of the first things that you see. Like I, I can't see your eyes from across the street. <laughs> I can't see your smile from across the street, but if you got a body, 
trust me i can see it from across the street <laughs> but um and it goes for women and men i think uh you know a lot has been made about it uh you know i, I, th- I think you have to um it really just depends on where you lie right some some people they're into um they're into the enhanced body parts (laughs) and others you know don't even kick it like that so it just depends um i would say this much i think you know whether or not you work on the body or you paid for the body it's yours take care of it (laughs) and then also understand too that you know um all of that stuff you know comes with a lot with it so Uh, I I understand why people are attracted to, you know, bodies and stuff, but understand this as you get older, I don't care how many booty shots you've had. I don't care how many breast enhancement you've had. Uh, you know, none of us will be the same size or same body type and shape, um, at 25 than we are at 55. And if you plan to live to 55 or live beyond 55, you have to understand that. So, you know, the physical, the, the cool thing about the physical is that it's there and it, it can bring people in. But at the end of the day, you know, physically, as we get older, we, you know, for lack of a better term, deteriorate. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you try to be with somebody long term, um, you know, that's what you have to look forward to. And, and it's really about, you know, what attracts you. The physical obviously is something that can stand out and jump off the page, but if you don't have some of the other attributes that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, then, you know, not only will you not be happy sometimes with who you are, but you might have a hard time attracting other people. It just depends. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.